Looks like it's broken. Good afternoon. It is Sunday, February 4th at 3.16 p.m. Your Purdue Boilermakers have just won their 21st game of the season. They're 21-2 after beating the number six Wisconsin Badgers. 75 to 69. I'm going to talk a little bit about the context of the game and why it's weird that it uh, didn't feel like that much of a victory. Uh, but we'll, I'll talk. I'll, I'll dig in here in a second. But first, let me thank the people that made that this sweatshirt that I'm wearing. If you're watching, uh, it says Homefield on it. Head over to homefieldapparel.com. Uh, enter boiled23 at checkout. Get 15% off your first order. You'll get one of these, maybe. Not, not, one of this, not many people buy this, but I'm a home field guy. Um, it's soft. It's cozy. It's warm. It's a little chilly outside, but it's really, for, for a February, early February day in Indiana, it's pretty darn nice. I think it's high 40s. High 40s. It's sunny. We can see the sunshine in Indiana. That's pretty unusual. Um, and speaking of sunshiny people, uh, Adam and Jake. That's what I call them. AJ's. Head towards the fire station and then go into AJ's on Vine. Take a little bit of left if you're heading from campus. AJ's on Vine. Before you go there, go to eataj's.com, order ahead, get your pint, your burgers, your beef, your beer, and then sit down. Take a load off, why don't you? Enjoy the glowing glow of the televisions and your tasty hot pub fare and the best damn staff in all of the state of Indiana. Yeah, I'm not going to say just in West Lafayette. I'm going to say in the state of Indiana. EJ, EJJs.com. So Purdue wins their 21st game of the season. Purdue goes on the road to the Kohl Center, which historically is a tough place for much of the Big Ten to play. And they grab a win. They hang on uh, 75-69. The lead, I think, was as much as 10 or 11 points in the second half. They had the lead for the entire second half, I believe. Um... And it was played at Wisconsin's ugly pace. Uh, at the end of the game, was played in Wisconsin's ugly manner. Um, the nation watched because there's not, I don't think there's any other men's game on right now. If there are, they just started. Um, and so the Big Ten had this wonderful big stage between two top 10 teams. Two top 10 teams. And then we see that at the end of the game. And it didn't feel very good. Um, just... The human factor, if you will, if you want to call that, of the officials um, was on display as they did. They weren't very good. Um, and it was just, it just wasn't fun to watch towards the end of the game. But Purdue did enough to win on the road. And I can't stress the importance of that enough, just winning. Purdue shot the three poorly. Wisconsin shot the three worse. But that's, Wisconsin wanted it to be a lower scoring, scoring game. They did everything they can to get Purdue it down into the mud and the muck. And they did a pretty good job of it. And it almost paid off. It wasn't for those pesky kids from West Lafayette. They would have gotten away with it too, I guess. That's the correct line. I botched, I botched that. Um, but Purdue wins. And um, Purdue is now atop the Big Ten by themselves. Wisconsin lost early in the week to put them both into a tie. And uh, Purdue takes... I think a full game lead, I believe. But um, my uncle's on here. He says uh, his heart stopped. He didn't say that. I'm taking that out of context. I just read over a comment real quickly. Before I get into the comments, I'm going to go over to the box score. I don't have a ton of thoughts about this game other than I really don't like Wisconsin. 
I think Greg Gar's face is hard to look at. It's shiny, and it looks like it's popping out of his collar as if it's about to explode like a pimple. Um, but I don't like him. I don't like Wisconsin. And um, I don't like Wisconsin big men every time they get the ball throwing two, three, four elbows into the high chest of the Purdue, Purdue defender and nothing being done about the officials by the officials all game. And it's clearly something that's that's how they're coached. And if you there were two possessions in which multiple Wisconsin players came down, threw elbows into the chops of the Purdue defender, and Purdue would come away either with a block shot or a rebound. And you just gotta say, what is Purdue now doing? Just just probably getting their wind because they just took multiple shots. And um, I mean, elbows happen. It's part of the game. It is basketball is not a non-contact uh, sport. It's not a contact-free sport at all. But high elbows over and over and over, and two or three high elbows before the move is even attempted by the goon is is absurd. And it's tough to watch. And it is Wisconsin basketball. Uh, Wisconsin no longer in the lead in the Big Ten. The good guys are up there where they belong, where they've belonged all year. Hopefully they cruise to victory. I think there's nine games, maybe eight games left in the regular season. This four-game series, it ends, in my opinion, uh, at Mackey Arena, the next game versus IU. All these games were really important for Purdue to do some things mentally and to put themselves right. Um, But make no bones about it. Purdue is good at Wisconsin. Matt Painter is really good at the Kohl Center historically, even though Wisconsin is very good at home. So it's it's not a huge deal or a shocker by any means to beat Wisconsin, but it's something you had to do. Purdue had to do it. And they did. And how did they do it, you ask? Well, it was a bit of an off day for Zach Eady. only finishes 18 points and 13 boards, two assists and three blocks. We're spoiled. That's a little, little bit off his pace. I think coming in the game, he was averaging high 21s in points, uh, but another double-double. Uh, he does what he does. I think his points, especially down the stretch, were made from the free throw line. He finished only only 50% from the free throw line. It's another game where you watch Zach for, let's say, 35 minutes, and you say he's playing hard. He's not playing exceptionally well. He's missing a lot of his um, shots that are coming off um, contact, which he's used to. Wisconsin, again, this was this is the tactic that Purdue's got to get used to. It wasn't a double team. It wasn't a triple team. We saw quad teams again, um, and Purdue's shooters need to do a better job hitting the three. Lance Jones did a good job hitting the three, by the way. 42% from three. Three for seven for, from three. 20 points for Jones, six boards, three assistances. And Jones, along with Smith, so Smith in the first half was the guy that was making the shot when you needed it. He was coming off, finding that right elbow. Wisconsin did their best to to stop that, stop him from getting there, started forcing him left a little bit more. And then Jones said, I'll take it from here, big fella. I got you. And he did. So Jones finishes with 20 points, leads all scorers for Purdue. Uh, He's matched on the other side by Wall, who played a heck of a game. And how he made his money was trying to get uh, Zach into like a a ballerina spin. He's very, very good with his footwork, Wall is. You watch those two work. They're both really good centers and good for different reasons. Uh, But Wall finishes with 20 for Wisconsin. Um, And Wall's one of the few guys on that team that I don't disdain for some reason. But there are some guys on that team that I look at their faces and I'm like, yeah, it's punchable. Um, Crowell is one of them. Uh, Crowell had four fouls for about 
what, five, six minutes, and Purdue did not do what they should have done and take it at him and get that fifth foul. And that always bothers me. Um, they tried to do what they could, keeping him out of defensive situations, but he was in there enough. He should have gotten that fifth foul, um, but he didn't, and he stayed in the whole game. Wisconsin, very interesting thing. In the first half, they had nine fouls, okay? And I said, well, maybe these fouls will mount up. Maybe they had ten. Right around there, though, okay? And um, there's the game right there. Just look at the, what really, why Purdue won the game. I'll show you in a, tell you in a second. But um, they had nine fouls by nine different guys incredible um, distribution of the fouls. I don't know how you do that, but they did. So Purdue did what they did. They got teams into foul trouble to get into the bonus, but they were spread out over nine guys. It was wild. If you looked at the box score, one, 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 one. Very, very weird. Purdue finishes with 16 turnovers. That's really, really not good for Purdue. It's really bad. At the same time, they caused Wisconsin to turn over the ball 21 times. That's your game. That's the whole game. Everything else, Wisconsin shot the free throw well, 85%. Purdue shot 78%. Excellent. Excellent. Both teams. Excellent. Uh, Wisconsin shot the three poorly, 15.8%. But a lot of those threes that they're taking, that they're missing, they were forcing. Um, Store did not play well. Uh, he was 4 of 15 from the field. You expect a little bit more from him, 14 points. Um, but like I said, it, Purdue was forcing them into positions they didn't want to be in. I cannot wait till senior night for Purdue to play Wisconsin. I cannot wait. I bet you feel the same. Uh, Braden Smith, like I said, Mr. First Half, he was killing it. He, when Purdue needed a big bucket, he got it. This was 19 points, six boards, uh, three just three assists. That's pretty off his pace. Um Two steals, four turnovers, just like Edie. And so that's when Purdue has a game that it's in contention, I'd say. It's generally Edie and Smith turn over the ball four to six times. And that formula was alive here, but um, Purdue had enough cushion that they didn't completely fall apart at the end, although he had one turnover. Smith one turnover at the end where Purdue beat the press. Lance Jones beat the press by, this, by himself on one play that was incredible with the dribble. So good at keeping the dribble alive. Smith, the next possession, kept the dribble alive, flew past Wisconsin. Instead of going at kind of a cluster underneath the basket where Edie and two Wisconsin guys were, I think, he pulls the ball out, got a little thick, got a little uh, cute with it, took it out onto the W. Wisconsin knocked away. Hepburn uh, quickly got the bucket. Um, let's see. Lawyer finishes with 12 points. He was 6-7 from, uh, from free throw and didn't shoot a three. Lawyer did not shoot a three. So uh, that's all by design. Guard put them in that position, and um, I think that's a good win. It's a good win. To beat, to beat a, uh, the sixth-rated team, ranked team in America, it's good. Uh, Wisconsin falls to 16-6 on the season. Purdue, like I said, is alone atop the Big Ten. Hopefully they do not look back. Let's look at your comments. Thank you to everyone who's tuned in live. Dick Stillwagon's here first. Nice. Uh, Nathan Anderson says, Whiskey, Goon Squad. Yeah, Whiskey brings the goons, man. They bring the goons. They got them. Goons for days. Goons are us. And uh, they, that was all on display. Motor City Boiler says, Boiler up. Ted Berkey, Boiler up. First place by ourselves. Larry McLean says, Hopefully this will shut up all the Badger fans to do it on their court. It won't. It won't. And I don't know, Larry, if you're referencing social media or you have to deal with it in person because you live in that area. God bless you if you do. It won't. They won't. It won't shut them up. Um, they, they don't. They don't stop talking. Jay Granite, uh, I was waiting for them to start draining threes, but it never happened. Yeah, I, I thought maybe Store would start hitting them because he had a couple open looks, but 
nice to see teams not hit open threes because uh, Purdue tends to leave a lot of teams open uh, in games like this when they're trying to take one specific thing away. Um, Vincent Moster says Lance is absolutely different. Lance, again, there are national-level pundits on YouTube who talk about Lance despairingly, disparagingly, disparagingly. Uh, yeah, and um, he doesn't deserve it. He's so damn good. And by the way, Lawyer, and let's say this again. I think we're at the fifth game in a row where Lawyer and Jones play their best brand of basketball where they are making just simply excellent decisions. Um, Lawyer only finishing with 12 points, but the way he played the game was really, really sound. Really sound. And you guys know I was on Lawyer the first third of the season. And I can't be right now. He's playing very well. And Jones, though, continues to be the straw that stirs the drink. He's, he's, he's the man. Steve Kendall says, heart stopping. There you go. That's the one I was talking about. Joe Ensley, uh, Wisconsin got, uh, got it to two. But it was, uh, it was ever a one-possession game when Wisconsin had the ball in the second. Was it ever a one-possession game when Wisconsin had the ball in the second half? Yes, it was. Uh... Yes, it was, because I'll tell you when. I can tell you exactly when. I'm telling you if you remember this. I tweeted about this. Wisconsin came down. They were down by three. They had the ball. Klesmet had the ball coming down the right-hand side of the court, and he wanted to tie it. He wanted to set the roof off the thing. He, he was pretty much given a path where he could lay the ball in and put them down by one, but he wanted to tie the game. So he took a three, kind of ill-advised, dribbled to the uh, quick dribble to the left, took the three, missed it. Jones came down the right side, hit a three, put Purdue up by six. And that might have been the most pivotal moment of the game. That's a really, really, I know you didn't come up with the point. I did, but together, the assistances, we, we did a good job there as a team. Um, Nolan, 23, says, Klesmet grabbed Minnesota's arm and headbutted it. Klesmet's crap, okay? <laughs> he's, he's, that, that was not, that wasn't uh, Gillis throwing an elbow, how do you know Klesman's crap? Watch Wisconsin play every game. And people would say he's crafty. It's not crafty to be underhanded. He is always underhanded. He does stupid things. He does things to piss other teams off. He does things that are illegal. Um, that Gillis didn't throw a bow there. So, correct. Uh, Boilermaker 63, exhale, boiler up, hammer down. Uh, Rock Stepler, boiler up. Uh, Judith Johnson got past Sass, that one exactly. And I think Judith is correct. That's really all you need to do is get past that one. Walk away with the victory somehow. Get past that game. That's a big deal. Um, and now go just bludgeon IU. That's, that's, the, that's the next thing on the docket. As I look out my window, two IU alums are my neighbors. They met in the street, so it's like they heard me talking. Um, uh, Brock Stepler says, I'll take that Lance every game. No doubt. Any in Colorado, great win. Lance Jones, uh, who I liked coming into the season to begin with, has been even better than I could have hoped. He has gotten better. He is playing his best basketball. There's no doubt. No doubt. Ancient astronaut boiler up. Uh, let's see. Midwest Toker. Uh, one of the one of the endings to a game I've seen. It was definitely one of the endings. That's a good point. Really good point. One of the endings. That was so hard to watch. Not, I mean, not hard to watch. I wasn't, I don't know about you. I just kept looking at, looking at the clock and I said, really only one thing can put Wisconsin back in the driver's seat and it was a flagrant. And then Klesmet did that crap. And then I was like, okay, here it goes. <laughs> Two shots in the ball. Well, they're down by five, but uh, Gillis did not throw a bow. I, 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 I am Klesmet. Yeah, 
these guys can do a lot uh, when they're when they're underhanded. He is. Um, Larry McLean says win is win. Jill says hammer down. Says my friend Ron Gable. Yeah, I hope she's listening as well with you with you, Ron. Hi, Jill. Um, B Murph says I wish Colvin could play. I wish Colvin could play too. I wish he would play. Uh, I think there's situations where. Um, bringing him in off the bench. He's very good. He's except for one game. He's been very good. Cold comes in. His shot looks great. So I would love that. I'm with you. Um, give me one to three minutes. That's, that's what I'd like to see. Uh, Ed Albany says Lance Jones scares the heck out of me. What Ed, what scares you about lovable Lance? I don't get it. I, I, Lance does not scare me at all. I want to hug Lance. Preston Bannock says, uh, I was refreshing my uh, subscription box, and it wasn't there. Glad I found it. This? this? Uh, oh, yeah, Joe Inslee. The bench had two points. I think those two came from Mason. Mace did not shoot the three well, but he took it. Uh, even after he missed his first and his second, he took another one, I think. I think that's right. If not, he had we had a pump fake in the in the left corner in the second half, which bothered me because I had this flashback to FDU. I don't want to see Mace pump faking. I don't want to see that because that to me is like that's the thing that sends the the younger guys who may not be feeling confident into a darker place. You got to have Mace confidently stepping up, and if he's not hitting the shot, if you're open, take the damn shot, take the damn shot, and keep shooting. Um, I understand the idea. Say, well, I don't have it today, but go get it. Uh, make things happen. Um, let's see. Hepburn hit Smith in the face twice. Yeah, Hepburn poked uh, Smith in the face twice. Um, there was no foul called on either play. Um, Wisconsin basketball. And poor Smith. Uh, I is part of the ball, said the officials all day today. Brian T, good point. Though. Brian T says, quite a few eye pokes, no doubt. Uh, Motor City Bowler says, I counts as part of the ball. This is this is correct basketball. It's just good basketball right there. Uh, Who's Johnny says, at this point, why play Morton this much? I think you, so there, you have minutes you have to use. Um, Morton, to me, seems like a good, a smart play versus Wisconsin because they don't have a ton of quick guys. And generally, his defense is going to play well in a game like that. He, uh, but he's not a threat to score again. We've said that. Uh, we're going to find out eventually. Hopefully find out. Hopefully, I'd like to see Colvin get some minutes, but I'm trusting Painter here. Uh, Floppy Days Podcast says, I don't know what Floppy Days Podcast is. That's good. Check it out. Uh, never easy to win uh, in Wisconsin. Man, I really hate the Wisconsin brand of basketball. Yeah, it's, it's we've been around it too long. Well done, TBD. Uh, the big time, big time boiler Grant says, "Great win. Uh, need to be better on that press break, no doubt." Uh, Wisconsin was trying to make chaos, and they effectively did it. Uh, Purdue kind of fell into the trap, which is worrisome. But uh, yeah, need to be better. Boiler bugle. Uh, Lance knew to get a bucket in the final minute instead of trying to dribble out of the clock. Yeah, that was awesome because they they tried to bait. That was a great play. Uh, I think. Lance Jones pulls down a rebound or gets a loose ball, goes down the right-hand side of the court. Wisconsin decides they're not going to pick him up, so he just goes straight to the bucket. Hepburn leaves his man too late, uh, and Jones takes an easy two, and those points really, really mattered. Kevin Pass says, uh, but I do love Miles' microwavable scoring. Uh, he must have said something up there above. Um, he could use minutes to get ready for the tournament. I completely agree. I completely agree. There's a lot we don't know, and like I said, I can completely agree, though. Randall Kindig says... Only four Purdue players actually did any scoring, and all uh, were in double figures, right? You had 19, 20, 18, and 12 uh, from, uh, what, Edie? Nope. Smith? 
Jones in order, Edie and Lawyer. I think I got that right. Um, Cheese 42. Uh, Lance won't let this team freeze up like they did in the tournament last year. He'll throw up a three-year drive. And he, 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 it's a good thing to have a guy that says, yeah, I'm still going to take it. I don't remember my last miss. But at some level, you have to have kind of a, okay, let's check the, what's, what's the weather like today? But um, Lance doesn't know many shots he doesn't like, and I kind of love it. Uh, Matt Keller says, why isn't Colvin playing? I don't know the answer to that. Um, would, would you, what's it, would, would just think you would play an offensive guy like Colvin. I agree. I agree. And I'm slow on this. And I also think that there's a reason. I don't know what a re- the reason is. I can't know the reason. There's no way you can know the reason unless we get the coaches and Colvin coming out and talking about it. Um, maybe there's something he needs to work on. I can tell you his defense, you're, you're pointing at his offense being very good. But as you do that to me, you're actually pointing at his defense being bad, which it is bad. It's bad. Lawyer has tightened up his defense, so that's some of those minutes. Morton is good defensively, and Painter, I think, always leans towards defensive-minded guys. Has no time for guys that aren't defensive-minded. And so Colvin being an offense-only guy, because that's really, let's be real honest, that's what he is at this point. He is not, he, he's not much more than a liability when on defense. Um, and I, that might just be a frustration thing for Painter. Maybe that's, it could be twofold. And let's, let's try to be analytical here. One, Colvin never guarded anybody in high school that was like what the people he's guarding now. Never. In AAU, defense is optional. In IHSAA, he was playing very, uh, what, 2A? Heritage Christian is 2A, I believe. Um, so he's playing guys that are lower. Generally, their conference is lower. And he's a great athlete at the same time. So his lateral quickness is there. He's got long arms. He's, he's, he's a great athlete. And at the same time, you watch him get his doors blown off here when he plays in Big Ten play. And that's got to be frustrating for Painter because he's like, you've got the tools, but you don't have the technique. So I'm trying to say, okay, maybe this is something where Painter says, just got to get a little better. Because when, sh- when I put you out there, you haven't shown you're getting better. So I'm hoping that's what we're seeing. And I'm hoping we see minutes. But I can't talk about it. Um, yeah, uh, in fishing says F Zach Edie chance all game because Wisconsin brings the class. They always do, and that's the reason I love them. It's the reason I love Wisconsin and their fans because the class is always just oozing out of their cheese filled pores. Uh, Michael Hogg says, "I think you will, Johnny." I don't know what he's talking about, but Andy in Colorado, uh, Colvin has huge Purdue ties with his father. Yes. Uh, I really wanted to stick around. Obviously, uh, there's a clear reason why he's not playing, no doubt. Um, I, I think I'm going to call it just because I don't want to talk about this. This is all about Colvin right now, and I don't want to get there. I apologize to everybody out there, but I just don't want to do it. And, um, and I'm with you. Oh, I, I'd like I'd like Colvin to play more. And I'm not saying play 10 minutes. I'm saying give me two to three minutes. I'm not going to second-guess Painter for the reasoning of it because I believe there's a good reason. Um, but... It's not the only thing that matters at all. What matters is produce 21 and 2. Colvin's a good shooter, and I know everybody's like, okay, what if you get in the game where you're like FDU and you can't hit anything? I don't know. It's, it's a lot to ask a guy at that point to just turn on right away. Um, but you do have Lance Jones, who has been trusty, just flat out trusty the last five games. I think that's going to continue. I don't think it was just a fad. I think this is. I think he's figured things out. They always talk about the game slowing down, and I think the game has slowed down for Lance Jones. He's not playing against 
uh, the same type of competition he was last year, and it shows that he's gotten used to the way the style of the Big Ten is being played. So, um, yeah. So that's about it. I hope you have a great afternoon. I am actually cutting this off relatively quickly. I had a 19-minute quick cast, if you didn't tune in on Friday, because I was frustrated. But I wanted to fire that off. And now I'm having a 24-minute postgame. Those are quick. And the reason is, what else can I talk about? You know, I, I, Purdue wins. Wisconsin's ugly. Um, and Purdue played their ugly pace and still found a way to win. Um, and that's what it's all about. I think everybody still wants to see Purdue um, put together a nice, beautiful basketball game, right? We're all in agreement there where it's free-flowing and the offense is allowed to move. Well, guess what? It's not going to happen in Big Ten. I mean, I look at the schedule, and that's – let me do that one real quickly since I said I'm low on minutes. Let's look at this real quick. The teams that are going to let Purdue play at a, um, at a normal basketball pace believe that they can guard Edie one-on-one. That's really what it comes down to. So let's look. Minnesota's not going to play that way. Ohio State won't play that way because they have relatively small lineup. I think their guys are all – everybody's 6'5", six, six, and 6'6", six, six, and then one guy, they have a shorter guy. Uh, maybe Michigan. Maybe Michigan will try to play. It's at Michigan. Maybe we'll see them try to go one man-to-man. Uh, man-to-man. Man-to-man! Um, without, a, without a hedge, without a second te- a guy or a triple team. Who knows? You know, Michigan State, they have a Sissoko, Sasuko, whatever his name is. Um, they've got a good big. Illinois has a good big. Um, and they play Wisconsin again. So, um I don't know. It's going to come down to a team saying, yeah, we think we can beat Purdue straight up and we're going to just play them like normal and not um, not double and triple team Edie and not try to bludgeon Purdue. That's really what it's going to come down to, to see a fun, real basketball game like we saw in the Arizona game. But just keep winning and um, hit your free throw shots, young fellows, ladies. God bless you. Hammer down. Purdue's 21 and 2. They're number two in the nation. They'll probably stay right there because UConn also had a successful week, and I am A-OK with them not being number one right now. God bless you. We'll talk to you soon.